Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. Coming up on NBA Today, should the Lakers feel better or worse after their overtime win against the Wizards last night? Why LeBron's heroics might not be enough to move the needle. Plus, after Steph rained threes in the garden last night, the Warriors report card, it is in for February. Professor Perk, do they get an A-plus in the West? And Victor Wembenyama, he may have just slammed the door shut on the Rookie of the Year race. He did something last night that has never been seen before in league history. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. Happy Friday, everybody. Zach Lowe, Brian Windhorst, Kendrick Perkins. I'm Malika Andrews. Gentlemen, the Lakers, they had, I think we can call it their best win of the season on Wednesday when they rallied back from down 21 in the fourth quarter to beat the Clippers, a team that all of us expect to have a shot, at least, at going to the NBA Finals. You figured things maybe would be a little easier with the league's worst team, at least record-wise, in town. Not so fast, my friends. This one came down to the wire. It came down to winning time and then some. LeBron James, when he is dancing like this in the layup lines, you think it's going to be a fun game. Check the time, check the score. The Lakers up by one. Final minute of the fourth quarter here. Anthony Davis gets that one to go, Perk. I love when he go to that jump hook off the low block. Brings joy to my heart. Well, Jordan Poole was playing with joy last night. He had 34 points in this one. Then again, Austin Reeves attacking. Euro with the tough bass. Great footwork. Shout out to Phil Handy. All tied up here at 126. The Wizards with the ball. A chance to win the game. Gets the shot off. Not quite. To overtime we go. (laughs) Just over a minute into overtime, the Lakers down three. LeBron commits the turnover here, but then recovers in a way. I mean, this is as much of a signature as some of his shots, Brian. Yeah, I mean, look, the Wizards came in trying to send a message as much as you can, having lost 12 in a row. The Lakers, LeBron up to 30 points. The game. You know, I don't know how players don't know that move, that shot is coming. That, that set up. When he looks down? Yes. LeBron James once again hands it off to Anthony Davis, slams it down. Davis had 40 points, 15 rebounds in this one. Under 15 seconds to go here. The Wizards down three. Kuzma attempts a deep three, misses. Mm. The ball gets tipped to Rui Hachimura. LeBron, nine points away from 40,000. Is he content with the win? You know, in this league, it's, it's hard as heck to win. You know, it's hard as heck to win in this league. And, um, you know, we've had our fair share of losses this year. Um, and we're trying to just to rewrite that ship, you know, get better. It's a pretty good win, especially after last night. We exerted so much energy last night. And then coming in versus a young team that has all the energy in the world to be able to just still be able to wield that one in. Um, I think that was a, a very impressive win. So AD and LeBron, they both had big nights here. Davis going for 40 and 15, as I mentioned. James 31 and 9. This was their 12th game with at least 30 points each. The fourth most by a Lakers duo in franchise history here. They say, though, a win is a win, right? But it took 
mammoth numbers from both LeBron and Anthony Davis to beat the Wizards just by three points. So do you feel better or worse, Perk, about the Lakers after watching what they did last night? To be honest, I don't care. I don't care. And the Lakers should feel deflated right now, right? And here's why I say that. Before they beat the Clippers, before LeBron went on his, you know, masterpiece in the fourth quarter, they were in the ninth spot. Last night, LeBron played in the back-to-back. What, 39 minutes, big game from him. They get a win. Guess what? They're still in the ninth spot. They still have to cover ground. So despite these wins right now, they put themselves in a, in a I wouldn't say a horrible position, but not the best position when you think that, hey, they still have to, might if the play-in started today, they will still have to go against the Golden State Warriors and they're two and a half games back from the Sacramento Kings of getting that eighth spot. So they didn't move at all. It was, this is not ludicrous. They right? would have moved if they'd have lost. They'd have moved to 10th because the Warriors won in New York. And this is really the that sort of defines the Lakers season. Mm. They get great games from AD and LeBron, who have played great all season. AD and LeBron have played a bunch of minutes all season. You know, LeBron coming back with that bad ankle and playing in the back-to-back. And they barely win to stay in ninth. That's the Lakers. That's been the Lakers throughout the entire season. And no matter what you want to project on them, no matter how you want to look at that game against the Clippers the other night, this is probably where the Lakers will be the rest of the way. They are going to have to be lucky or way above what they've played so far to get out of that play. And otherwise, they're going to be in a single-game situation in mid-April. They're ninth. They're still ninth. They didn't move down. And like LeBron said, you got to win the games, man. It's a back-to-back after a total gut check, like all-hands-on-deck performance against the Clippers. And look, you mentioned the Kings. Kings are three up on Lakers in the loss column. They play twice in the next 10 to 12 days. Those are huge games. Bookmark those games because the Kings are kind of scuffling. That's the door right there for the Lakers to get up to the eighth seed and get into the top half of the play-in. And they needed wins like these two wins just to even put those games on the radar as important games. But look, if I asked you guys to guess what the Lakers' point differential, overall plus-minus for the season is, I wonder what you would guess it is. Take some guesses. I wouldn't guess because I'm not a a data type of guy. (laughs) So I wouldn't guess because I don't know. 1.6? No, total, total. Oh. Minus 23 for the season. Minus 23. They just, it's nice that they can get up for these games. It's nice they can gut out these wins. It's just always hard for them. And getting up for one game, two games is different than beating the Thunder four times, the Wolves four times. Like, they just haven't displayed the level of consistency mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Now, mm-hmm. maybe it's coming. Or it's, and, again, the playoffs, the first round, you actually get more rest than you do in the second round, so that could help them if they get in. But minus 23, that number just just kind of sticks in my mind a little so, bit. I mean, even if they're clicking on all cylinders, Anthony Davis and LeBron James specifically, because we've seen it all season long, I mean, does that give you confidence when you see them playing like this, that they can carry them in a series? It's I not mean, enough? To be honest, for five years, we've watched AD and LeBron play really well. The Lakers have, in the regular season, only had one or an, and a half kind of really good regular seasons. You know, last year, they made the great run, but they were in the play-in, you know? Um, the one year that they they were great was the year they won the title. After yeah. that, they've been kind of messing with the play-in, even with AD and LeBron being great since AD got there, if you want the honest I, I will say this, though. To spin it the other way, away from minus 23 and toward hope, 
<laughs> for the Lakers. We appreciate that. That foursome that a lot of us have been begging them to lean into all year, Reeves, Hachimura, LeBron, yep. and Davis, that is way plus, way positive, <laughs> plus six per 100 possessions. That lineup is working. So maybe that's the light at the end of the tunnel for this team to be something other than every other game they seem to show up and gut out a tough win. Right. I mean, the Golden State Warriors, the Lakers, they both had pretty incredible Feb- uh, Februarys. For sure. In, in the entire yeah. month. But neither one of them really made any headway in the standings. That's that's just a fact. The Lakers said they weren't the only team with championship aspirations that were in action last night. So let's go coast to coast, brought to you by healthcare.gov. We're going to start in Madison Square Garden, where the aforementioned Golden State Warriors had Steph Curry hit eight threes, giving him 79 threes in February, more than the Blazers hit as a team this month. So, well, last month. Perk, the Warriors finished 11 and three for the month. What letter grade are you giving them for February? I actually give them an A, okay, for the simple fact that no Andrew Wiggins last night for the past couple games, and all of a sudden this new system, new energy, new life in the youth and the old has been working well for them. Let's head to Phoenix where the Suns, they beat the Rockets to get back up to the fifth seed out west. Zach Lowe, fill in the blank. The Suns have been what so far this season? Well, frustrating. Frustrating. I just want to see the team. We're running out of time to see the team for a sustained period of time. Bradley Beal's been hurt for a lot of the season. Sometimes they look great. Sometimes they look kind of eh. Last night they looked pretty good. B minus. I give them a B minus for last night. I appreciate I get that, to grade Professor two. Zach. Well, you were a history teacher. History teacher? History. History teacher. Next, we had a finals rematch in Denver. Jamal Murray left the game, though, with an uh, ankle injury. That was early. The Nuggets, they got the win to stay perfect since the All-Star break. The Heat had been perfect. Brian, is there anyone playing better than the Nuggets right now? Not really. I mean, ho-hum. They just beat a team that was maybe the hottest team in the league in the Heat, you know, coming off a great win. But... If you ask me if I'm most impressed with the Nuggets right now, I'm kind of impressed by the Bucks. Oh, well, let's talk about the Bucks then, because Giannis and Dame, they were in Charlotte. They got their fourth straight win. It was another defensive clinic by Milwaukee, who made it to three games straight, holding their opponent to under 100 points, their longest streak since 2020. But the Bucks' defense, that wasn't who Giannis wanted to shout out after the game. Take a listen. I said that everybody got to do a better job. Even the equipment minds, they got to do a better job. Uh, I got to take it back. They've been unbelievable the last three months. And even though I said they have to do a better job jokingly, now they got to go back to the teams and to their organization and ask for a raise. They asked for, I mean, that's probably praise from Giannis. He called out the equipment manager, and now he's, you know, coming full circle, giving props where props are due. The Bucks, though, they entered the month of February 19th in defense. That was a couple of games into Doc Rivers' tenure as head coach. But, oh, baby, they have turned things around on that end of the floor with the third best defense in the month of February behind only the Timberwolves and the Miami Heat. Still to come on NBA Today, Victor Wembanyama. He went off last night against the Thunder, but that's not even close to the most impressive thing he did in February. Kendrick Perkins, he will explain. Plus, Gotta pay some bills. it's Friday, so that means it's time for our favorite game. Brian, Zach, Zach, have you been paying attention to what's been said around the league? you got to make some, some time up, some standings up. Even, even my dad is on me about my performance. We're going to try to make Mr. Low loud. Who said that with Perk to Perk? No record is safe, though. LeBron chasing 40,000. More on that next. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. 
The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic in tequila season. Hypnotic liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. Hey, Big Perk. I think we might have found the next big-time rivalry in Chet versus Victor. The latest example, the latest iteration was last night. Here is how it went down in the what first time quarter. To be alive. The Spurs up by one here. Shea Gilgis-Alexander drives into the paint, but hey, Wemby is there. What he does best. Look, we knew he was going to take this game personal, and we got. I'm glad I got Woj at the desk because what you said, Woj, he would be the best player on both sides of, oh, my God, on the floor. <laughs> Elevate. This is what Victor Wembanyama does, length on length there. Chet and Wemby meet oh. here at 12 feet. I don't, I don't even know what that is. That was a jump hook. That was a something hook. No, that was a jump hook. Back and forth they go. Chet Holmgren saying, you know what, I got a little something too here, Brian. Chet Holmgren is very, very, very good. He won Rookie of the Year like 98% of the seasons in NBA history. This is what we wanted to see, though. Chet versus Victor, one-on-one. That was nice. Smooth. Chet gets that one. Then going ahead here to the fourth quarter. Shea Gildas-Alexander hands it off to Chet. Mm. Slams it down. Wemby pulling up from 28 feet. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> well, from <laughs> three seven, in the month four, of dude. February, yeah. Zach. Yeah. He's 7'5". Seven, Whatever he crowd. is. Seven, seven a lot. Seven, Devin Vassell back out to Victor. He said, I did it once before. Yeah, sure. Watch okay. me do it again. Totally normal. The Spurs up by double digits. Oh, Look no. at him oh, slide no. the puppy. No. Now watch how he reacts. Watch him to the bench. He cared about that. He wanted that block. He got it. Let's take one more look at it. The San Antonio Spurs finally getting the win column against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Here is Victor after the game. It's time now for our big man ball and brought to you by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. Perk, what have you been seeing from Wemby? I mean, it's just been incredible in the month of February. I mean, doing everything on both sides of the floor. On February the 12th of this year, he became the first rookie ever with a 10-block triple-double since David Robinson in 1990. Mm. That was six years before I was born, Malika, (laughs) by the way. Doing this thing. Okay, on February the 23rd, 27, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, 5 steals, 5 blocks. (laughs) Played fewer minutes in 5x5 games. Became the youngest player with a 5x5 game. All of that. And then yesterday, Wemby became the first player with 25 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 5 blocks, and 5 three-pointers in a game 
all time. Not just rookies, all time. And the win against another rookie that he's trying to win up a rookie of the year against. Look, just look at this. I mean, over the last seven games, he's averaging just under 24 points. Is this his actual height, though? Yeah. Let me stand over here. Oh, you just have to. Yeah, that looks about that looks about proportionate, right? You can see here, though. This is just incredible, the company that he is joining. ESPN Bet is the official sports book of ESPN. New users get $100 there you go. bonus bets. You like that, Walt? You're making any sports book bet. <laughs> Check out Big Perk's Big Man Parlay exclusively in the ESPN Bet app if you want to ride with Perk or any of the other big men. But, Brian, yesterday you said that despite the Spurs being last, right, Wemby wants to win now. He wants to win now. He played every single minute of the fourth quarter last night for the second straight game. The only two quarters where he's played all 12 minutes this season. So what's impressed you the most about him? Here, people aren't giving Wembenyama enough credit, enough attention. Because not only is he playing awesome, this guy trash talks. This guy trash talks like you – and because he speaks with an accent and because he does it <clears throat> monotone, he doesn't get it. Listen to what he said after this game. Very important for me because it's – um. You know, I'm I'm convinced that I mean, I, I you know I am who I am. I'm uh, I'm in the the organization. You know that trusts me. I'm I'm convinced that uh, the best way for me to help my team is by being uh, also individually performing and uh, you know on a, on a whole season. So it's a uh, so yes, individual awards like Rookie of the Year are very important for me. Okay, now I want you to think about in 2004. If LeBron James came out after a game, after his team went 2-10 and ten in a month, which is what happened with Victor, and he said, I'm him, and I want to win every award. Cold pizza would have gone into meltdown <laughs> the next day. <laughs> okay? But Victor, because, because the way he talks about it, nobody does it. This guy, he was pissed off that he didn't win the skills challenge. He was angry at the All-Star Weekend because Anthony Edwards screwed around. He wants to win it all. He wants it all. And he just said it. I care about the individual awards. He said earlier, we talked yesterday, he wants his team to win. He said he wants to win the dunk contest, the three-point contest, the All-Star Game MVP. He wants to win everything and doesn't just, doesn't just do it. He talks about it. I'm telling you, this guy is a gem. The NBA is going to discover it. The idea that a Holmgren, Victor Wembanyama game was not going to be on national television, retired. Next year going forward, every time these two guys are going to play, it's going to be on national TV. Just, just wait and watch. Get on the train. <clears throat> they, they should be, I mean, there should be an allergy. He has an allergy, rather, to losing. But the San Antonio Spurs team has not been good this season, Woj. So what does the outlook look like for the Spurs as they're trying to sort of put a support system uh, around Victor here? The Spurs can't treat this like a long-term rebuild. They can't, you know, you, you hear in these organizations, we can't skip steps. They've got to move quickly in putting uh, a real team around him. Uh, this is a team that I think what this organization said before the season, coming into Victor Wembanyama's rookie year, is he will dictate... He will dictate essentially the timeline. This group will dictate the timeline for how quickly he's ready for speeding this thing up. I think he's delivered that message. This is a player who's going to be, you know, we, we said this at the draft last year. He's going to be the best player at both ends of the floor by his third season in the NBA. I wonder if that wasn't too um, conservative. And by next season, th this is a player who... You know, he's going to win multiple MVPs. He's going to start winning them quickly. And the defensive 
Player of the Year award will be retired in his name. No one else is ever going to win this, maybe after this year. I love the way Woj talks about Victor because he doesn't talk about like this. But here's why this is going to be hard. Because the 2025 draft is expected to be much, much better than the 2024 draft. The Spurs have multiple picks right now in the 2025 draft, and especially theirs. And it's going to be very tempting for them to go slow, I think, because... You know, they may spend in free agency and trade, and they may only be able to get... Like, look what the Houston Rockets did. The Houston Rockets were the, one, of the, one of the worst teams in the league last year. They said, we want to get better. They spent a bunch of money, they made a bunch of moves, and they're now in 12th. The Spurs probably don't want to do that. They probably would like to draft high again in 2025. It's going to be hard to do what I think Victor is kind of forcing them to do. Well, they're going to draft high again this season, which is... <clears throat> and look... They may not have a choice about where they draft in 2025, not only because of what Wimbanyama wants, but because of how damn good he is. He is so good already, it's ridiculous. They won't be one of the third worst teams in the league and have a chance. We, we see, we saw, we, you see it with LeBron. The Cavs never drafted high again because LeBron was so good. It can't be stated enough. All of these things you guys are saying, you choose your words carefully when you describe a prospect. And those are the words you're saying. He has exceeded that hype. He is getting better, stronger, more well-rounded, yep. more durable as the season goes on. And as bad as the Spurs are, they allow 120 points for 100 possessions when Wemby is on the bench and 112 when he's on the floor. That's the difference between the worst defense in the NBA and a top five defense in the NBA. This guy, there is no ceiling. The ceiling it doesn't exist. There's ceiling no ceiling. Is Zach, you said getting stronger. It was the only element to his game or to him, that wasn't there when he arrived. Yep. There was no other part of his talent um, that wasn't ready to uh, dominate in this league. He had to get stronger. It wasn't shooting. It wasn't his shot-blocking ability. All of those things, and as his body matures and gets stronger, it is remarkable to see, Perk, you played in this league as a rookie, and to dominate the league it didn't take him very long to figure it out and you know saw him mm. in person the other night against mm -hmm. the Lakers and you just see on the floor his presence even if you are on the other side of the court and away from the ball you feel him his presence on the court and you see everyone reacting to it in a way I've never seen another player on the defensive end he's the greatest prospect ever right we all agree about that pressure make diamonds but pressure also burst pipes and if the San Antonio Spurs don't act quickly, it's going to be a flood in San Antonio. They have to put the pieces around him because this young man wants to win. Mm -hmm. Wants to win. His historical moments, you hear him in the post-game interview, he's not satisfied. He's not happy no. because some of those moments came with L's. So if you're the Spurs, you're on the clock for one time in your life. You're yeah. actually on the clock. And you know what should be terrifying for the rest of the NBA? Victor shot 41% from three in the month of February. He's, he can go off the dribble. He can create for himself. He is only getting better. I know, right, Zach? Coming up on NBA Today, LeBron James, though, he's just nine points away from 40,000. But why his presence is necessary for the Lakers to make a deep postseason run. Plus, speaking of untouchable records, Kaylin Clark. She decided to go pro after this season. Why and where will she land in the WNBA? Plus, February, it went into overtime. So we're running back a little top of the top of the month. Who had the most disrespectful moment? Find out next on NBA Today. We'll be back after the break.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. What scares you most about your future? Uh, you know, maybe not fulfilling a lot of other people's dreams. The phenomenon has taken over. I was had the poise to handle any circumstance. One of the great performances of all time. Adversity. What a tough defeat for LeBron. Not four, not five. Pressure. The Miami Heat have won the title. Come on, my head. My city. I love you. I'm back. I think it was a God-given ability, but that only takes you so far. And I want my damn respect, too. I've never cheated the process on wanting to be great in this game. Put me in a position to just try to be one of the best ever. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. Did anyone really think LeBron James is going to slow down after setting the all-time scoring mark? Well, he came into last night's game against the Wizards, sitting at 39,960 career points, 40 shy of reaching 40,000. But here, in the fourth quarter, Lakers up four, LeBron takes it to the cup, makes the layup through traffic. Pub fakes, gets that one to go, Perk. That's LeBron playing bully ball as usual, as I would say daddy ball. Come here, Cools. And then a few possessions later here, Malika, if you're Darvin Ham in film room today, that should be the first clip that you show. A 39-year-old LeBron James on the chase down block after a turnover, along with this. Ah! Vintage LeBron James there on the chase down. He becomes the first player at age 39 or older with consecutive 30-point games since Michael Jordan in February of 2003. Looks pretty tired to me. So now LeBron James, he sits (laughs) at this nine-point shy perk of 40,000, a number it is just staggering when you think about it, right? Because say a player came along and managed to play, I don't know, like 70 games a year for two decades, two decades. They would have to average 28.6 points per game to approach that milestone. That's a clip that only Michael Jordan and Wilt Chamberlain have been able to sustain for their entire career. So when we talk about goats, when we talk about legacy, maybe we don't consider that enough. Sustained excellence. Because there has never been somebody that has been this good for this long. Because just take a look at the scoring by stop here. That's over 15 thousand points in his career with the Cavs in seven years and then four years in Miami four years back in Cleveland there's only a 51 point difference between those two stints and now he's just chipped in 9,000 points just shy of 9,000 points in his six years in Los Angeles 
That's remarkable. And that all adds up to 39,991 points. He continues to extend his lead as the NBA's all-time leading scorer with no active player even in shouting distance to where he's at. So after last night's win, LeBron James, he spoke about what starting the 40K club means to him. Does 40,000 mean anything to you? Um... I mean, I can't sit here and say no, because I mean, of course, I mean, it's just a, no one has ever done it. For me to be in, in this position at this point in time in my career, I think, it's, I think it's pretty cool to be able to accomplish things in this league, the greatest players that ever play in this league, the NBA, and this has been a dream of mine, and to uh, hit feats and, and have milestones throughout my career, um, they all mean something to me, absolutely. I would be lying to you if I said no, it doesn't mean anything, because it absolutely does. I feel like usually, Brian, LeBron James, he, he doesn't really talk about milestones until after they've happened. Or after maybe he retires, he's going to pour a glass of wine and then kind of talk about all of the things he's accomplished. He's going to pour plenty before he retires. <laughs> he likes to marinate in this sort of thing. He doesn't often talk about it like that before it happens. It clearly means something to him. Yeah, he doesn't, I think, focus that much on scoring numbers. Yeah. I think he's happy to have the scoring ch- ch- title. But I don't think he focuses on that. I think his legacy is going to be based on the longevity, that no one's ever been this great for this long. There's so many things that are in there that that illustrate this that kind of make you sit back in your chair. Like, for example, he was top five in the MVP voting for 13 straight years, okay? He's made all MVP, all NBA 19 times. He's been all NBA in more than a quarter of the seasons in the history of the league. Did you hear what I just said? Say that one more time. He's made All-NBA in more than a quarter of the seasons in the history of the league. And then this is the wow. one. He has played with a third of all the players in the history of the league have played against LeBron. That is longevity. And he's probably going to make his 20th <clears throat> All-NBA team this year. By the way, the guys who were in second, Kobe, Duncan, Kareem, they made 15. He's way past them. So, like, if you're going to get to a situation where you're evaluating LeBron's career and you're like, well, Jordan's 6-0, and he's got six. LeBron's probably not getting six. He's never going to be 6-0 and in the finals. He's not going to compare in certain other areas. But when you look at that, that timeline, that's LeBron's legacy. And this is just another point where you stick on there and yeah. go, look, 40,000. Well, let's talk about this 40,000. Malik, you said he's starting the 40,000 club, yep. right? He's also ending it. Because this record would never be broken. Not in my lifetime. And when I'm dead and gone, come wake me up out of my grave if somebody do break it. Because when you talk about 40,000 points to a guy that has not been labeled throughout his career as a scorer, right? Yep. Like, you go across the board, you look at Kevin Durant, you say, he's a scorer. You look at Kobe Bryant, right? We watch Kobe. He's a scorer. Devin Booker, he's a scorer. No one has ever labeled LeBron James as a scorer. We label LeBron James as a complete basketball player. So the fact of the matter that he's about to hit 40,000 points and starting and ending this 40,000 club, is a beautiful thing to see. I'm glad I'm here to witness it. Not only that, he used to kind of resist being labeled a scorer, talking about his score, Mm -hmm. because he did not want that term. And he's kind of come around on that. As he was on the verge of breaking the record last year, I interviewed him in Brooklyn, and we talked about being labeled a scorer. And then we watched clips of some of his iconic baskets, and he told me how hard he worked on this shot and that shot. He kind of grew to be proud of it. But look, MJ, Kareem, LeBron, like whatever you want to slice it, this was true three years ago, four years ago. It's true now. Yeah. By the end of LeBron's career, 
statistically, he's going to be miles ahead in counting stats in everything over everybody. And if you prefer one of the other guys, particularly Michael, it's just going to be 6-0. and That's all it's going to be. And if that's if that's what you value the most, pretty good. that's fine. <laughs> it's pretty that's good. fair. 6-0, and six finals MVPs. I believe LeBron is, what, 4-6 and six in the finals. Uh, getting there all those times means something, too. But, like, the numbers... They're not even going to look real. I mean, they just don't. They don't look like real things. And forty thousand, congrats! That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's that sustained excellence that I that I mentioned. That I, I'm not sure is brought up enough. Of course, we talk about rings. Of course, we talk about MVPs. Of course, we talk about Finals MVPs. But when you look at doing it this well for the amount of time he has, LeBron James, he he stands alone. Now you preaching, and that's that's part of the goat the goat debate that I always harp on. The longevity, the consistency. It, it didn't just start when he entered the NBA. It started when he was 16, labeled the chosen one on the <laughs> cover of Sports Illustrated. And tattooed that, on him. That's when the journey started. And the fact of the matter is that I'm sitting here retired. We came in together. McDonald's All-American game together. I started my new career, and he still like it still seemed like he could go another five or six years. Well, but to that's your point about, about seeing a record be broken, I don't think that we ever thought we'd see a player score this many point I didn't think so in my lifetime and in your lifetime we are all witnesses (laughs) right but then along came LeBron LeBron right and now we're all witnesses you are guilty I told you that campaign itself is 20 years old that campaign is that can drink yeah, LeBron's old. LeBron's watching this. Be like, stop telling people how old I okay. am. I played with what, everybody in the history yeah, of the league. A third of all players, all time. The, the, the stats that Brian was putting out were wild. But Zach, is there another record that you think maybe you would be just shocked to see if it ever got broken? I'm not, not shocked anymore, considering what Wemby is doing. But when you guys asked me this, I was like, I want to go deep cut. I don't want to go a wilt record. And one of the coolest ones, and it's a player that I don't think we talk about enough, is an all-time, all-time Pantheon level player, Akeem Olajuwon mm. being top ten in steals Mm. and blocks as a center is a crazy, crazy stat. I did a little research. There's only one guy ever to average more than 1.5 steals per game and 2.5 blocks per game. Now, they didn't count blocks till 1974. I get it. But it's Akeem, and he blew those numbers away. I think that's a cool one and a tribute to his all-around greatness. But Wemby's coming for that, too. Cool stat. Ron, <laughs> oh my uh, gosh, Brian. Ron's record. By the way, you want to know how I know he's getting the 40,000 tomorrow? Because he scored over double digits in 1,204. Imagine if that's the, the, the day it breaks. 1,204 consecutive games. We had uh, Michael Schwartz from our stats look this up. There's only been seven guys in the history of the league who've scored double digit points in yeah. 1,200 games in their careers. Yeah. Much less 1,204 consecutively. That's Cal Ripken uh, sort of stuff right there. That's not getting beat. Forget about it. I know Zach's going, oh, any, any willy-nilly wilt record. Okay, I'm, we're not going to see another guy average 50 a no, game. No, but we all know that. Like, we all <laughs> know that one. I wanted, to give, I wanted to go a little okay. deeper and Congra- shot Akeem out. Congratulations Stop. on your deep cut. By the way, I sat next to Akeem two weeks ago at the U of H game. Oh, the see, that's sitting, the that is sitting next to greatness. All right, guys, we can't delay it any longer. It's Friday. You know what that means. No, I don't. Oh, it's time to play our favorite <laughs> game. I'm getting a call. I got to say, I got to take Zach, <laughs> are you ready? No. You're not going to believe which NBA big compared himself to one of the all-time oh, greats. Probably Victor. Zach's going to have to guess. That's I next on Googling. NBA Today. <laughs> It's only a kick. 
a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I want to be the best at whatever I'm doing. I'm going to win. That's just how I'm driven. That's what's allowed me to be so great is that emotion, that fire. History in flight, you bet! She's almost fictional from the logo. Clark, step back three at the buzzer. Not again! College Hoops megastar Caitlin Clark announced she is leaving Iowa after the season. She could have played a fifth year, that's because of the COVID waiver, but she is elected to enter the WNBA draft. Clark is projected number one overall, and that pick is currently held by who? Oh yeah, the Indiana Fever. And you know what? It is always a good day when Holly Rowe stops by our show. This time she's coming from Iowa, which Caitlin Clark helped turn into the epicenter of basketball. But Holly, th- there was a question as to whether or not Caitlin would come out and declare for the draft this year. Why was this the time? I think this is the right time for Caitlin because, number one, she has achieved many of her goals. I think a lot of the scoring records that were out there, even though those particularly weren't a goal, I think it's nice that she has achieved those. She led her team to the national championship game last year. And in her post, she did say, I have a lot more on the plate, on the goal set that I want to do while I am still here at Iowa. The the time is now. Also, I'm considering that her four best friends on the team, she has four seniors that she came in with. Kate Martin is her best friend, Molly Davis, Gabby Marshall. These women have been in the fire with her and they're all leaving. And I feel like that would be hard for her to come back to a team without her nucleus and her core. Plus, Indiana is building something special. Mm. I would want to play with Aaliyah Boston and Alyssa Smith. It would be amazing. Incredible. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch it. But let's go from the future to the immediate now, because Caitlin is just 18 points away from breaking Pistol Pete Maravich's all-time scoring record. You've been around this team. What is the atmosphere like right now? Well, I have been to Caitlin's last four games as we've been chasing all these records along the way, and it is absolute hysteria. Everywhere we go, particularly on the road, I was at Nebraska. I was just at Minnesota the other night. It is thousands of people in number 22 jerseys. The hysteria and the excitement to see Caitlin. I talked to one mother who drove a thousand miles from Arkansas to Nebraska for three daughters to see Caitlin play. There was a dad and his 11-year-old daughter at our last game who'd flown in from Alberta, Canada. This is one of the biggest stories in sports. There are people everywhere she goes, and it's really exciting. But the cool part of all of this is she can break Pistol Pete's record on Sunday. When she was a little girl, 
in Iowa, they used to call her Ponytail Pete. And people said, you should watch the video of Pistol Pete Maravich on YouTube. And she has. Mm. So I just think this full circle moment, the biggest story in sports, let alone in women's basketball, it's really beautiful to watch. And um, this place is going to be packed. Hotel room, the rates are sky high. Everything's yeah. sold out. And there's a lot of excitement for her senior day. Ponytail Pete, that just gave me goosebumps, Holly. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA Today. It's not only, though, the hotel rooms that are going to cost you if you want a front row seat to watch Caitlin Clark continue to make history. The average cost of tickets sold for Saturday's Ohio State-Iowa game, it continued to climb up to $431. That's according to Vivid Seats, making it the hottest women's Division I basketball ticket <clears throat> in at least the last 10 years. Perk, I mean, I feel like we... You, Gotta pull up. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Make it's the call. Friday, my friends. So you know what? Let's have some fun. It's our hit game. It's who said that. This Me. is where we're gonna take a look at some quotes <laughs> on our attention. Ask our esteemed contestants who right. said that. Back low. <laughs> Can I not go first? Are you yes, ready? You have to let's go first. take a look at the standings. Just to take <clears throat> a look here, Zach. You, no, I see it. Yeah, okay. We're just making sure you all see it. Brian, you're not on here because you haven't made the prerequisite minimum games played, but I, you are I'm two un, of three. I'm unbeaten. Please keep showing uh, Richard. Two of three. That's two check, of three. Check the stats. Okay, we will check the stats, but if there is a minimum. Take that for data. Minimum, three I'm three and up. Minimum of five games played. Brian, we'll let you go first, though, to get, get up on the scoreboard here. Who said, quote, unforgiving, the lightning is coming? Oh. Was it Nikola Jokic? Was it George Niang? Or was it Josh Hart? going to be 4-0 because that was Nikola Jokic in Portland in the Nikola hallway. Nikola Jokic? I didn't know that one. Oh, take a listen to this, Zach. The lightning is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Unforgiving. Unforgiving. The lightning is coming. Well, he's right. Every I'm gonna start, time I'm gonna he start plays. doing that around my neighborhood. I, I was hoping that you didn't see. That's why I came to the studio today. <laughs> Did you see that big man corner? Herc, that was impressive. Well, I'll tell you what, it's not just lightning that's coming, it's thunder coming with Big <laughs> Yeah, Nikola Jokic certainly brings the lightning Four and thunder. Check my stats. All right, we're going to have our okay, researcher, all right, enough out short of center, check <laughs> the stats. Uh, Perk, you ready? Yeah. Who said, quote, bro, I'm 31, I'm not 40, I'm in my best years, literally. Easy there. Was it Evan Fournier, was it Malcolm Brogdon, or was it Kyrie Irving? I got to go with Evan Fournier. Was it Evan Fournier? Yeah, Kyrie been quiet. Ding, ding, ding. Are you kidding me? What you mean? Are you kidding me? No, we're not kidding. We're You're serious. Guessing. I just got a point. There you go. Sometimes it's it's talent, not just luck. I mean, Zach. just because he looks for it, he doesn't mean <laughs> people to call him for it. Are all of them actually 31 years old? I mean, you limited the yes. pool of potential answers. Everyone Zach. was only Zach. 31. Hey, Zach, don't hate the player, okay. hate the game. All I'm right, Zach. A protest. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, but my protest ready is ready with the league. Okay, who said, quote, I Denied. think that people got Anthony Edwards. more. Anthony Edwards. As far as Anthony Edwards. The, the voters are. Their best player gets hot, and I go shut him down for the rest of the game. Yeah, you heard me. Was it Anthony Edwards? That go be mad. I'm sorry, at me. Zach. You didn't wait for the full question. Nor <laughs> did you ding, format ding. it correctly. That will be um, better. The court is a loss. More Minnesota Timberwolves games, as far as whoever the voters are. Um, I think. Yeah, you just gotta watch the games um, because it's not like my first time doing this. Like I have nights like this all the time where somebody get hot or. The best player get hot, and I go shut him down the rest of the game. Does he have a point? 
I don't know. I have a point. <laughs> I get a point. That's all I know. You do get a point. Does he have a point, Brian? Yes, he's one of the better perimeter defenders. He's got super long arms, works very hard on that end. Leads by example. All right. The last one is for everybody. Okay. Who said, quote, I definitely was Shaq tonight. Was it Andre Drummond? Nurkic. Was it Yusuf Nurkic or was it Miles Nurkic. Turner? We have one for Nurkic. Drummond. 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 Hey. Who was it? Oh. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he was Shaq. He said he was Shaq tonight. Well, he need to be Shaq throughout these playoffs if the Suns going to have any type of success. I know that much. Well, the, the Suns need to get their big three really uh, on the floor and healthy. But you know what? what? Talk your talk, Nurk. I, ain't got, I have no problem with well, that. Because he was missing free throws. Free throws. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let him we're gonna let him have this one. All right. We're putting a bow on the month of February. We're going top of the top. The best plays of the month. The top dunks. The top daggers. The top dazzle. That's all next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. February, it has come and gone. So let's go through a little top of the top from the month. We're going to start with some top razzle-dazzle. Tyrese Halliburton is where we're going to start in this one. Oh, okay. What? Two of the... What the dom? On time, on target. He's three steps ahead. It's not enough to lead the league in assists. He has to do it like that. That was a rep... Oh, man. (laughs) Kyrie made you even forget your thought. Yeah, maybe. This right here... I don't know. That is. He doesn't actually ever change hands. Well, and then we have, remember this, DeMar DeRozan. He's really good at the spin in midair. That's a DeMar thing. But a reverse three. What they call it, three six. I understand what they call it, Perk. It's also (laughs) spin. Top disrespect, Brian. You know who had to start this one off, right? I mean, Victor Wembanyama just. Don't don't do the. Doink. Didn't jump. Doink. He did not jump. Snatching it out of. That's just. That's that's, rude. That's tenacity. Oh, that's, that's, that's Duke level. That's Duke level Zion on D. That's D. disrespectful, too. Oh, and that's Look the out, level of Zion we have been seeing this season. And then Luka Doncic, a little Luka magic. This was on his birthday. Oh, oh, no, no. no. This is what I'm saying. That was on his birthday, too. <laughs> Look, at he knows it, too. And then we have some top daggers. That is taunt. We need to use his government name. <laughs> This is Billy Madison against the, uh, against the elementary school kids. Oof. We're running back the same one more time. 
just because, just because these were that good. Cody Zeller still caught it. Cody Zeller still got it. It was that good. All right, so those are the, some of the top plays from February. But then let's take a look now at the ESPN NBA schedule this weekend. We got seven games that all? on our That's slate. Okay. We're going to be busy. It's that time weekend. of the year. It is that time of the year. So let's play a little game. We're going to start here. We have a full slate that's awesome this weekend. We're going to start with the Mavs and the Celtics. Kendrick Perkins, who has a better case for MVP, Luka or Jason Tatum? Slide that perk all the way down here. Bam! The light-skinned brother with the good hair. I'm going with Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. All right. Well, what about what's next here? Who is the better mascot between the Bucks and the Bulls? You're our mascot aficionado. Elite, elite, both elite mascots. I don't know if Bango is still jumping off the gigantic ladder. Love that Bango, but there's only one Benny the Benny Bull the and his popcorn parties in the crowd. It's got to be Benny. All right, let me just say this. Bango once gave me a, uh, a cake on my birthday. So my <laughs> vote goes to Bango. It was like in 2005, so but vote, it did happen. Your vote can be It was perfect. probably like three Bangos ago, but, uh, uh, but the cake arrived at courtside. Thank you, Bango. All right, let's go ahead to – Oh, hey, there, there it is! Go. Look out. There's there's something a little off you know about what? these popcorn parties. It's, he's a little too into it. That, I, I, I wish I had some to end the show this way. That's a fun way to end, though. Happy Friday, everyone. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll see you on NBA Countdown and back here on Monday.